Hello and welcome back to Half Time here at Feltham FM. Yes, that's right. We're back after being away for about half term's worth of time. But before we get started, there's something important you need to know. This episode is brought to you in association with our sponsor, NRG Marketing. That's right, we've got jingles now. Yep, we love jingles and there will be more. Who doesn't? Who doesn't, exactly. Let's talk about... Uh, right, we've got some news regarding Charity Week. Dennis, what have you got to say? Well, it was a great week. It's been one of the best charity weeks going this year. Well, well there's only one charity. There's only one charity. Yeah, it was just, just don't overall all the charity weeks that we've had. Um, this was probably the best. This was the best one. We raised the most money, I think, as well. It was about four weeks ago now, <coughs> maybe three. I can't be sure, but it was really good. Uh, we raised a lot of money. It was in the thousands. I can't remember exactly how much, but the PE department was fab. In the events it held. And it's not even over yet. Exactly. Because there was some drama regarding the charity football match. Dennis, you were the captain. Do you want to tell us more? Uh, was he actually? Oh, actually. Was, yeah, that's... No, I... So it started off. It was a Tuesday. Yeah, before... The team... Yeah, we'll tell you the story. It was actually... Uh, it was it was actually uh, a, a very dramatic day. Uh, so... It was a Wednesday as well, not the Tuesday. I thought Flynn. it was a Tuesday. So, Flynn, you tell the story of what happened on that Wednesday. It was a bright winter's day. Wednesday, the 2nd of February. The 3rd. 3rd of February. The teams, both teams, came in in suits and nice shoes, looking ready to play a football game. But there was one player wasn't quite sure about how they were going to play this football game today, or whether they were to at all. <laughs> and that player was Dennis Barrett, also known as just Dennis. He... He... The teachers didn't want Dennis to play in the charity football game, even Why though that? it was for charity. Why is that, you say? Because Dennis had overdue assignments... Don't do that, kids. From the man himself, don't do that, kids. Always hand your assignments in on time. And more importantly... punishment, Flynn? The punishment was that he wasn't allowed to play in the football match. But that wasn't the only problem. Going into the game, around the 30th minute... I still think we haven't addressed this first problem enough. I think we should uh, forget... (laughs) I think we should just... Dennis struggled hard throughout the day, trying to come up with some work to hand in. But he was unsuccessful, and Mr. Hughes had had enough. Dennis was at the football game, but as a spectator, not as the captain he was supposed to be. (laughs) And you think that's enough drama, and Dennis is going to tell you what happened on the pitch. It was around the 32nd mark, 32nd minute mark, and um, there was a bit of a challenge between um, a very young Dom Humphreys and a very long-haired James Wassis. A crunch came in. A scream was shouted. The spectators <laughs> thought James went down as a joke. Oh, oh no. Wattis! <laughs> cried a voice from across the pitch. <laughs> It was their head coach, Flynn Jeffrey, Who was then told to get off the pitch. 
and stay away from the injured Wattis. The ambulance arrived, as did James's dad. The paramedics made fun of James <laughs> and distributed some banter among the crowd. A paramedic was funny, wasn't he? <laughs> he said... <laughs> he said... Out of ten, how would you rate the pain? <clears throat> ten being the most painful experience you've ever had to live through. Six, said Wattis. Six? six. Only a six. It's only a six, Chris. <laughs> Let's get him on the stretcher, though. And so that's exactly what they did. Yeah, so basically, um, yeah, James got not only, yeah, he came, went down injured, he damaged his knee very badly, a lot of spectators. A dislocation. Yeah, um, and yeah, cause because of the amount of spectators that were there, we decided to postpone the game because we didn't want them waiting out in the cold. Uh, but James has made a full recovery and hopefully he will play in the rematch. He was Snapchatting by the evening, so... And it was nil-nil. And it was nil-nil when the game uh, was paused. And James also gained 15 followers on Twitter that night. It's so, true. Um, mm. At the end of the day, I think it was still a success. Yeah. So do I. I think it was more of a success than and we ever we, expected. We've made enough money, or uh, more money than we thought we would on the charity football already. So if anyone throughout the school is planning to come and watch the rematch, it's a free entry now. So feel free. So hopefully we can get an even bigger crowd because we've made more than enough money. Bless you, Bless you Dennis. Thank you. We've made more than enough money. So uh, yeah, come on down and support the Year 13s beat the Year 12s. How much money did we raise? It was about six pounds fifty. Oh, good. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, that's the target was about yeah. sixty. It was a we, good event. Yeah, so. There were even match programs. They're quite rare though because there's only there were only twenty four match programs produced. Will oh. we be bringing out more? can do we might well tell we us on twitter do you want pro- more programs Just, yeah i mean yeah why not shout, dennis. maybe maybe anyway let's talk about some more school sports dennis is going to tell uh the viewers what happened yesterday yesterday yes story mode takes too long okay right um, First story took four minutes. Yeah, I know, more than that. So we're we're going to continue on here. Or whatever. Look at that. Um, a very good game, wasn't it? Yep. Against the Weald at home. Admittedly, they were stronger in the first half, scoring um, the first goal. But overall, it came into uh, extra time. And it was success- a very successful 2-1 victory with her... Uh, I think it was Devin Jones, the first goal scorer. This no. At the oh, final. Was that, was, that, was that Harry Keane's goal? I'd never Harry, got... Yeah. So, and, it, and then it was um, Devin Jones as the uh, second scorer, Flynn. It was indeed. I did see Devin today, and he was very chuffed. We actually wanted to bring him in as today's special guest, so he could talk about his goal, but also about some other sports-related things that Devin does, which is Jim. Devon loves to go to the gym. But unfortunately, Devon couldn't go. Why? Because protein bars had run out. We'll Devon couldn't make it as a special guest today because of his strict gym schedule, which would not allow him this time period off. Can so I just say, uh, Dennis, you really undersold that story. I mean, it wasn't just that we scraped the win, too, and it went into extra time. Devon off the bench scores in the last minute of the match to send us through to the semi-finals. Don't get much better than that. You should see Feltham uh, PE department Twitter. There's videos up there. 
lots of reaction. I don't think they've ever been so proud. Mr. Hughes said, yeah, one of the best results sixth form football's ever had at Feltham. I don't think the world took it as well as they should have. No. Um, receiving a punch in the stomach by one of the players was not great. Who was that, you? Yeah. Probably deserved it. Oh, dear. But the semi-finals... I wait. I wait. Let's um, move on. Let's move on to... Well, hang on. Who are the Wild? Who are the Wild? A school. Um, I think they're in Which Billings. Which school? Billings well, is it Wild and Down the Museum? Is it to do with that? Or no, it's just a school. Just a school. They've got some good players, but we still beat them. It's fine. Let's move on to global sports. Please. Wait, wait. Before we leave. <laughs> do you think <laughs> we can win the final? Before we leave. Don't know. <coughs> I do. We're not in the final yet. I do. No, do you think we can get to the final? I don't know. So I don't know who we're playing next week. We'll be, we'll be tweeting that. Yeah, we will. Keep uh, moving on. Twitter page. Global sports. Global sports. So, the Six Nations is back. We haven't got a jingle, have we? For global sports. We will be having a jingle for global sports, eventually. Um, well, Matt and Dennis whisper to one another, the Six Nations is back. And bigger than ever. And I've just got a little bit of background information here about the Six Nations, in case you're not exactly sure what it is. So the Six Nations is played annually. The format of the championship is simple. Each team plays every other team once, with home field advantage alternating from year to the next. Two points are awarded for a win, one point for a draw, and none for a loss. And unlike most rugby union competitors, the bonus point system is not used. Do you guys know who the six countries are competing in the Six Nations? England! Italy. Wales! Ireland. France. Scotland. That's and that's all, all of them. them. <laughs> okay, so that's the Six Nations over and done with. Now let's move on to the Champions League. Matthew, start us off. The Champions League, so... About the game last night, Manchester City versus Dynamo Kiev. That's the one. A very, 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 very good win for Manchester City. Uh, what do you think, Dennis? I mean, I, I didn't think they come out with three away goals, and we all know in the Champions League how important away goals are. That we do. That we do, Matt. Um, Were you surprised by City? Were you? Uh... <laughs> yeah, I think it was a really good win for them, especially with their past Premier League. Losses, you know, and their last loss to uh, Chelsea, which was a 5-1. It was good for them to get out, get the win for their fans. And, um, yeah. I think justified, because against Chelsea, they played all the young players, didn't they? But I think but still, you, the you fans were angry at Pellegrini at the time, but I think he sort of um, justified why he did it with, a, with that win. Because I think three away goals, it's tough to come back from that. So I think exactly. City, I think City have City done their pretty, job. They're pretty comfortable. In, in the pot for the next round. Uh, and the other English clubs involved, uh, <coughs> Arsenal. A lot of people saying Arsenal were outclassed. I don't think that's the case. I just no. think they were unlucky. But a lot of Arsenal fans blaming Arsene Wenger for his tactics. I, I, Arsenal just didn't I put, think it was a really good game. Yeah, Arsenal just didn't put their chances away. And Barcelona did. So. Um, I think it was Flamini. Um, 47 seconds in, 
and um, a penalty was conceded. <laughs> Thoughts? It's ridiculous. I don't think it's not Wenger's fault. I don't think Flamini needed to come on. I thought Arsenal were doing fine. I don't. I don't see any reason why because he's very average in my opinion, and you need your best player. I don't think he should have played. Yeah, I. I don't. It's not his fault. He was just the wrong player in the wrong place. He just wasn't switched on. He'd just come off the bench. He wasn't alert and he brought Messi down. So it, it was a penalty. But he got to move on. Uh, and finally, uh, Chelsea lost 2-1 to PSG last week. Dennis, do you think that's a... Chelsea still in, in this tie? Yeah, you can never take away um, two big teams. You know, it could be they could come back, yeah. get the goals back, and you get that. Chelsea and PSG have always been a when they're tied together. It's quite even, is it? It's, it's always been an even game. It's probably a par result as well. I think it's what's been expected. But Chelsea have got that away goal, which mm. could go a long way for them in the next round. I'm I think sure. they're in it. So yeah, they're well in it. I think they got, It's not like they've got anything to play from the league. Mm. Sorry, it's not a dig at Chelsea fans. It's because no, it's a lot of them yeah. in this school. But I'm being serious. They haven't got anything to play from the league. What so do you, what do you think about Gus Hiddink? I don't think he cares about Chelsea as a football club. I just because if he did, I think he'd go for the job long term. He doesn't want it long term. Do you think he'd be a good manager long term? No, I think he's with Chelsea. Like short term is the one thing because he all he cares about is trophies to pick mm. up for his CV. Yeah, and that's fine. But Chelsea fans won't mind that with the situation they're in. But and what know. about um, Roman? Abramovich handing What's 130 million to the next manager on the transfer fund. Really? Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> well, they've got to compete because Pep Guardiola at Manchester City has unlimited funds next summer, which the work going around is. So he can spend whatever he wants on whoever he wants as long as he wins the Premier League title. I think that pressure, isn't it? I wouldn't want to be a manager in that position because if you have unlimited funds, you you have to win the no. title the at the like very least. Iniesta has rumours of leaving Manchester City. Good. Let's get him in England. Mm. See if he's actually all that good. That's the, like, there's always been that Ronaldo, Messi dispute on who's the best as well. But I've always wanted to see Messi yeah, in the like, Premier League. Yeah, the, when I think... Firstly, with Ronaldo and Messi, I think you just got to enjoy the show whilst they're around. You know, don't compare them. They're both world-class. But I think that sometimes I just have the slight edge with Ronaldo because he's proved himself in England, which is the toughest league in the world, mm. whereas Messi hasn't. So that's where I have I think the... with the Spanish league, it's a lot more slower. Suits Messi. Ronaldo's just simply too quick for it. Far too quick. I don't know. Anyway, we'll talk about the Premier League. Uh, we'll talk. There's one game in particular, and that's Arsenal... Versus Leicester, Danny Welbeck scored a 94th minute winner to keep two Arsenal one, two one. Yep, yeah, to keep Arsenal right on track with the uh, with the top two, which are Leicester and Tottenham. I mean, Dennis, look, I mean, we played we played 26 games this season. There's 12 games left. Who's going to win the title? I'd like to see Arsenal do it purely because. You know, it's been so long since they last lost. Are you, well, are you not won. part of the bandwagon who wants Leicester to win the league? N- no. Neither Honestly, am I. I don't, I don't... I know a lot, a lot of our viewers will want Leicester to win, but I, I think I, the Premier League needs high standards, and if Leicester win the Premier League, I don't 
that's going to set the mm. reputation right down because I don't want people thinking La Liga is the best league in the world or Bundesliga. I think the Premier League is. But then a big team like Arsenal need to win it. I mean, Flynn, you've got choice for Leicester, Tottenham, Arsenal, Manchester City. Who's going to win the title? I don't know. I still think... I mean, I'm seeing Southampton there. That's quite far up than it usually is in previous years. I think they could. That's th- 13 points, Flynn. You think Southampton, Flynn? I think they could... They could, they could do this. They don't have <laughs> unlimited funds. No, they don't. But Southampton's a nice place and they've got good shops and they've even got an Ikea back in them. So they... I think they could make up those 18 points. Well, there you have it. 13, Flynn, but we'll move on. Um, <laughs> but, Flynn, you've got to understand from our point of view here. Wow. Uh, wait, they're only 13 points off top of the Premier League at this stage. That's really yeah, impressive. Really good, I told you. But it's for South... But that's a lot of ke- ground to cover still, Flynn. That's still... Can you imagine telling Southampton? They'd have to win every single That's just how tight game. it is up there. Can you imagine telling Southampton at the start of the season saying you'll be 13 points off top with 12 games to go? Take that all day long. It's brilliant. Yeah, well, Southampton's the local team, isn't it? Can't, yeah, I guess. But, you know, as a Bournemouth fan, I, I can't really kiss up to Southampton that much. Okay. Time for the results. Um, Big one, you know, top four clash. One of the top two in the top four. Manchester City and Tottenham. 2-1 away. Thoughts? From me? Close. From Matthew and Flynn. Too close for comfort. <coughs> um, my thoughts are that could be the result of the season for Tottenham. And in the Premier League, I think if Tottenham... Because Tottenham are only two points off top. If they go and win the league, that result will go a long way in... In their like in their progression, I mean that what because City came back in the game at one all, mm. and I thought, oh, it'd be typical City. They'll go on and win this now. But then Tottenham went on and win it, won it, and I I was really pleasantly surprised because they've got a lot of young English players, and I hope I wish Tottenham all the best. Hope they do well this year. See, I, I out of Arsenal and Tottenham, I'm more on the Arsenal side. Yeah, and I'd like to see Arsenal do it instead of Tottenham. Who won it last year? Manchester City. But, um, yeah, going on to our last result that we're going to talk about. Aston Villa, Liverpool. A joke. Quite. I think Aston Villa don't really deserve to be in the Premier League anymore, <laughs> do they? No. A 6-0 loss at home. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't know whether they were trying to do that to be funny or... The only time I've watched a home team lose 6-0 was Bournemouth, but we were playing Real Madrid. Exactly, and that's the standard that's of difference. And we were a champ, like just got promoted to the championship then. And even with Real Madrid's best team, we lost. I say only six nil, but Villa have lost six nil in a competitive Premier League game where they need to a team that's not even in the top four. Yeah, it's it's not. <clears throat> it's not. It's just not excusable. Like it's, it's excusable to lose matches, but it's not excusable to lose matches in that fashion when you're that far down the table and I think a lot of the players need to take responsibility not because it's often the manager but the players need to look at themselves in the mirror Villa humiliated new manager for Villa as well he hasn't really exactly shown well he didn't have a lot to work with no it's not like there was hundreds of candidates well just just looking at the heat map the heat map you can see why it was a 6-0 loss yeah, see, so look at the red Flynn on Liverpool, so high up the pitch. 
That's where Liverpool spent their time in Aston Villa's half. Aston Villa. The thing is, it's not really right. It is a lot. It's very central. Look, <laughs> look, look. In the heat map we're looking at, Aston Villa didn't even. There's not even. There's they a even slight. They have not it's touched. A, yeah, there's a slight blue mark in the Liverpool it's area. Very That's it. as well. Oh, what is? Are they blue? And no, Flynn. That we're, uh, I don't want to do this on no, the podcast. No, no, I'll explain heat maps to you another okay. time. I, I understand. Right? You know, the red is where mm. the, 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 the ball is. And look at that. It's six nil. That's you know awful result. Is that yeah. is that the highest result of? Might be the biggest shot of the, se- yeah, of the season. Yeah, probably the biggest win of the season so far. I'm not sure. Is there anything else we want to talk about today? Well, quick, I just seeing Jurgen Klopp. Quick, Jurgen Klopp. You think he's done well for Liverpool? No. No. <laughs> no. No. He hasn't. No, he hasn't. I mean, he's a bit of a joke. He's just a lot of Liverpool fans in the school as well. A lot of like Liverpool fans are everywhere. They're a massive club. Jurgen Klopp will get it right eventually. I think next season, but he hasn't done anything this season. I mean, they would have been better off just keeping Rodgers and sacking him in the summer if they wanted to sack him. I don't think Klopp's done any better. He didn't really. He hasn't really progressed. It's like Louis Van Gaal at United. He's got time on his side because they're a big name. It doesn't matter what the results are. We'll talk about that Mourinho as well. Yeah. Talks of him going to Manchester United. Hope so. I wouldn't like to see that happen. Why not? It's, I don't know. Just, he's never, you know, it's, all, it's just not something I'd like to really be seeing. It's just my personal view on it. But he's one of the best managers in the world, so he needs to be in the Premier League at one of the biggest clubs in the world, which mm. are Manchester United. I probably overthink things like that sometimes, but... Premier League needs him. He's entertainment. He's brilliant. Like Klopp's entertainment. But Klopp needs a full season to get it right at Liverpool. Wait, but then there's been rumours that Mourinho's going to go replace Roy Hodgson at the end of the Euros as England manager. But That shouldn't be done. No. It's been English manager. Oh, by the way, some news, a little hint for the next episode. Me and Dennis will be selecting our England starting eleven for the Euros. Euro's coming up. It's a fun time. More excited for the two years. And time. once again, there will be a vote on whose team is better. Dennis, you've oh got good. to remember, Gail Clichy is French, not English. <laughs> Glass at the back. We can't. The left back. Left back. But um, just quickly going on. Um, Brian, my supporting team, quick. Winning 4-0. Can they make the Premier League map? Yeah, they can. Yeah, um, I don't think they will, but they can. I think they'll come to the playoffs. And I think, I think there's only two points. I think from promotion at the moment. Yeah, it's so, tight. Mm. I think it's going to be a whole Middlesbrough, and I think Brighton might even make the playoff final this year. Brighton, if Brighton go in the playoffs, I don't think they'll go to the Premier League. I think Sheffield Wednesday will get promoted if they nick a playoff spot. They'll. They'll be up for promotion, I think. But then again, Burnley, such a strong outfit, aren't they? It's very tough. Yeah. I personally don't think they're ready. Flynn? What do you think? (laughs) I think they're ready. You think they're ready? And I think the Seagulls can do it as well. (laughs) For for those of you that don't know, the Seagulls is the name given to Brighton because they're called the Seagulls. 
the nickname, isn't it, Ben? It's a nickname. This football knowledge is getting mm. better every week, people. Every week. I think uh, for our last one, I think we should do a quiz for Flynn. Oh yeah! Before we leave, lots of theme yeah, tunes. Yeah, yeah. yeah theme How do you feel yeah, about yeah, that? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll question Flynn. So Flynn, you better get studying for that. Sure, will. Is there anything else we want to talk about this week? Because we have hit the twenty-four minute mark. I just want to say, follow us on Twitter. Is that every week? We have the most followers of all the podcasts here at Feltham. Which is really good. And we want to keep it that way before everyone's going to start. We do want to get to We hope you saw our video as well uh, for the charity football match. We got the green screen out. Uh, That was a lot of fun. Oh yeah, check that video out. That was one of the most successful tweets the PE department's ever had. So that was a lot of fun, wasn't it? Very fun. It was great. Flynn, have you got any more tricks up your sleeve for the next charity match? No. Oh. No. What kind of tricks, you know, have been up my sleeve in the other two? Huh? I don't see. I don't. Think I don't you know think we what should you're talk talking about. I do. We we shouldn't be discussing this. I think this is going to be a private matter, and it'll be released on the day it comes around to it. Yeah. But um, it's quite interesting on the Twitter page. It's really good. We're up to fifty-six followers now. There's a new bit in the bio, and it says disclaimer. This Twitter page is run by the hosts of the Halftime Podcast. Did he change our bio? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mr. Manning changed our bio. So Mr. Manning just wants to make it clear that he does not make any of the tweets Yeah. Yeah. on the on the Twitter page. If I were him, I wouldn't want to claim any of the <laughs> any of the tweets either, to be honest. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for we'll, listening this week yeah. and uh, we'll be back. We we will be back a bit more regularly. With maybe time. a special guest as well. Yeah, we'll see. And perhaps this time, maybe even a script. Although, <laughs> although a special guest might get a bit crowded in this studio. Yeah, There'll be four do. people. Someone's going to have to sit on someone's lap or something. I'm not sure. I don't know about that. And we're going to leave it on that one because we don't have anything else <laughs> to say. Thank you for listening. And remember, this episode is brought to you in association with our sponsor, NRG Marketing. <laughs>